Behind our backyard is a hay field, say 15 acres, it's a big field. And we like that because obviously no neighbors in that direction and it's, it's nice to look at and the seasons come and go. And last fall, a truck came in with surveyors in it. Mm-hmm. Last week, a bunch of backhoes showed up. Oh no. Close by or like, do you think the whole parcel's gone? We found out the whole thing was sold. The the classic story, the the old farmer died and the children don't want to have anything to do with farming. So what are they putting in? We don't know. We we don't know. So there's... Patio homes. That's all, that's all public information. You can just go to your town hall and find out. Right. You know, you, could, you could sabotage it. Yeah. <laughs> get out. Get yeah, yeah. Or sit down in front of the construction equipment. You and Cecilia and the dog. <laughs> I guess I just don't care because there's nothing we can do about it. But it's just, uh, you know, we had 10 good years of a nice field. and So there's this uh, piece of property. It was all woods. Right, lines lines a, a park right next door across from us and it's about a, the, the property is about 100 yards from us and uh same thing guy died didn't want the property anymore he didn't live in the area and his kids didn't want it so they sold it so they sold we we went because we live so close we were privy to you know we got notices from the town saying this town meeting's happening to discuss the property near you blah 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 blah, blah. and so this company was going to move in and put up this big fat giant building and, you know, raise all the trees and the whole thing. And the neighbors and I all went over and we kind of heard about it. And, but again, we couldn't do anything. I mean, there was nothing we could do. And they were kind enough to let us, you know, hear it firsthand from them. So I'll never forget. It was the Monday after Memorial day weekend. And I woke up to the sound of bulldozers and equipment just coming in and pushing pushing like 30 acres of trees down uh, and it was like it just it was just tough cut me to the core i was so sad like you i was uh, this is right across the street from you right across well, the road it's, it's sort of diagonally across the road mm-hmm. yeah but within sight yeah mm-hmm. it was off i mean all these beautiful stand of trees just gone Wow. And these guys, you know, driving along. <laughs> How do you live with yourselves? They love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's that <laughs> deep just... American tradition of, yeah. of ripping yeah. things apart. So what is it now? Is it a is it a house? It's a big fat fucking building. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a light industry. Uh-huh. Oh. Originally they were they were were proposing patio homes, same kind of thing, mm-hmm. like a two story apartment building, then patio homes and and we went, you know, we just but it was like it was zoned for light industry, and they couldn't get the town to turn hmm. it over to residential. Thank God, because that would have just been because where we I mean I don't know from where we live. It's very quiet on our road, and we're right across from a park, and so that would have just been awful. So people coming and going would have been worse than like an ugly gray oh, building. Oh, absolutely, because yeah. it would have okay. increased the traffic flow and yeah, and, our, and the our services, the community services, and you know utilities. You couldn't play or, street hockey anymore. Right, right. <laughs> well, look at it this way: it's light industry. It could have been heavy industry. And no, exactly. Oh my God! It could have, it could have been a chemical plant, a quarry. <laughs> it's quiet at night. The we, the weekends are quiet, so yeah, it's not a lot of traffic. So it's what do they make there? They make um, <laughs> nuclear power plant devices or something, or huh. things for nuclear power plants. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Too bad it's not like a weed factory. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like 
trick or treat. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of cannabis, yeah, I had a friend of mine gave me some gummies, you know, and I had tried those before. The first time everyone's like, oh, be careful, you know, blah, blah, blah. So the first time I had like a quarter of one. And I'm like, okay, nothing. Second time I had half. Third time I had a whole. I'm like, okay, what is the deal? So finally I just had two. And it was great. <laughs> you weren't you were drooling out of the side of your mouth? Right? Well, it felt like you were, uh, it felt like I was, you know, drunk pretty much. Like not super drunk, but mildly drunk and nicely mm-hmm. drunk. It was great. It was like Quaaludes used to be. Did you guys ever? I don't know if you guys ever did. Long, long time <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, I know. Those are the best. And yeah. it was just like that. Yeah, oh, that's good. Interesting. In my lifetime, I've smoked half a cigarette <laughs> and two marijuana cigarettes. Marijuana. And that's it. That's the only drugs other than alcohol I've ever had. And and I quit. I couldn't stand the cigarette. I mean, I would, knew I was done in one minute, and the marijuana made me feel like I weighed a thousand pounds. Yeah, literally. sometimes it does that. <laughs> and that was all I got out of it, just kind of a inert. And so I never bothered with that again either. So I'm I'm drug free and You're going right to the pearly gates, man. God bless me. <laughs> Straight edge. Come on in, Walt. <laughs> the cannabis is legal now, so God looks more kindly on it, I think. That's true. Or Saint Peter. When I was in Boston a couple of weeks ago, I smelled weed constantly. Everywhere. 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 It was amazing. I was in Home Depot yesterday, and <laughs> like every contractor I went by, I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so my school, um, we sponsor this thing called the Step Challenge, you know, original name. And I... Um, powered up my little watch here but for the first time i i kept it on overnight so i could see my sleep yes, patterns and? that is super interesting well i i i got like 8.1 hours of sleep i've been sleeping really well lately for how stressed i am mm. i don't know why maybe it's just exhaustion i mean it was so interesting though to see those wave yeah. patterns mm-hmm. you know and then how long you were awake on those little snippets of it maybe two minutes or yeah. i was not awake for more than a minute mm-hmm. during that period. That's good. That was when I went to the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, it was, yeah, it was, I don't know. But it's interesting how the REM sleep goes on and off. And mm-hmm. and how does, it, how does it measure that? We're back to the the finger it, oxygen thing. I think mm-hmm. it might be movement. Is it movement? It might be your pulse as well. Oh, we got to look that up too, don't we? Uh, yeah. Could be. Right. It regulates your pulse of something. Not yeah. regulates, but monitors. My daughter told me once, and I forgot it because I have the mind of a sieve sometimes about that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was very, very interesting to see. So I'm kind of curious, like on one of those nights where I just toss and turn what it what it mm-hmm. registers. You know, I'd be very interested in that. Hmm. Because, I mean, you do still toss and turn when you're asleep asleep, but I know that if I can't get to sleep, it's just constant movement. <laughs> you know, like all I'm doing is mm-hmm. flapping around and trying to get mm-hmm. comfortable and... So I don't know how it would register. That'd be interesting to see. I don't like sleeping with anything on my wrist. I don't yeah. either. I don't like wearing a watch yeah. in general, but that was really interesting. This one it was only like 40 bucks, you know. I wasn't going to invest. Is that, a, is that a Fitbit? No, it's yeah. it's a knockoff. Oh. It's Huawei, right? It's They're probably spying on me right now. But, um, <laughs> you know, I didn't want to spend a lot of money on one because I thought I would never use it. And it's funny, though, when I, when I re-engaged with it, it has more features now. It it buzzes when my phone rings. It um, shows me my um, texts. 
uh, for 40 bucks. You know what I mean? It's incredible. I, I can see my heart rate. I can see the temperature outside. I mean, I don't know. I think it's amazing what you can get for 40 bucks. I don't feel like I want to know all that stuff. Well, I don't. Most of it I don't want to know. Yeah. I turned off those alerts on mine because it was not that I get like a zillion texts or anything or phone calls, but it was just it's constant. Well, you know, the reason I like that is because when I get a text, because I don't get that many. And sometimes I feel like and, you know, because my parents and shit. And, right. You know, I, I always think, oh, maybe it's important. And uh, so now I can just look down and say, oh, no, it's just my friend Barb. And, you know, I don't have to get up and check the phone. It's kind of like when uh, when we got finally got rid of our landline. Yes. And that was a real, that was very difficult because all of a yes. sudden I had to have my phone in the room, my bedroom. Well, you know that you can't, I, I actually did this because um, I can't, I don't really like talking on this. Yeah, I hate it. So there's phones that you can get that connect. And so I have four handsets around the house. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot better. I don't know why I just don't like this flat thing. You know, I like something that's a little more rounded. You can't put, you can't put it on your shoulder either. Like when you're, no, you can't. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, I guess you could always use your, and, and the thing is like, I don't want to walk around with these all day and I can't, God, what a litany of complaints. <laughs> I can't use earbuds I can't because either. I get, I get contact wow. dermatitis from it. So somebody you know. must make, you know, like those old shoulder hangers that you put on the phone. Well, you know, if not, well, maybe you just found a market niche. Another one. No, my my brother had one, like oh. a, an old fashioned phone handle that you could plug into your cell phone. Yes. Yeah, just a, just a regular. Wow. What do they call it? A handset. A handset. Yes. But it was it was just the the thing you put up to your ear and you talk. I think I had one of those too. Now that I think about it. So I had that. Yeah. I had that for a while. I used that yeah. for a while. See, when I'm not listening to podcasts, I don't. I don't even know where my phone is. I don't pay any attention to it. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Here's something. Yes. Yes. Are you familiar with Viking cruises? Are you going on one? No, I would never do that. Oh. We're on their list for some reason. And I just noticed on the last page, Great Lakes Collection, 15 days, Toronto to Duluth. <laughs> hmm. Through, I assume, the Great Lakes. Yeah. How much do you think it costs per person? How long is it? 15 days? 15 days, Toronto to Duluth. Thirty-six hundred. $13,995. <laughs> oh, wow. What are you going to see between Toronto and Duluth? You know what, though? Maybe it's not for U.S. and Canadian citizens. Maybe that's not the target market. It's for Europeans who want to see mm. grain elevators and... Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, they, you know, the Great Lakes are, everyone knows them as the largest source of... You know, fresh water and the largest right. fresh water inland lakes and, and deep and you know they they sell us the Greek islands and they sell Europeans the Great Lake experience. Lake Erie. Well, luckily it wasn't in the seventies, else there'd just be garbage floating on everything. <laughs> Barrels, <laughs> bodies, bodies, body parts. So, well, look in that little catalog and tell us what a trip of the fifteen day trip to the Greek Isles is. They have one? Yeah, I'd be interested yeah. in that. Some friends of mine, you know, several friends of mine have done like those Danube cruises mm -hmm. and said they were amazing. I did one. So maybe you liked it? Yeah, we did. We did a, uh, a cruise to the Mediterranean with, with, my, oh. with my mother. We started in Seville in Spain, ended up in Venice. Oh, that sounds nice. It was a small boat. It was 100, 
hundred person boat. Oh. So it was it was really nice and huh. intimate. A hundred people. Yeah, it was only a hundred people. As opposed to five thousand. Correct. It wasn't wow. it wasn't an apartment building on its side. Yeah. It was just it was a regular boat. And we could, you know, zip into ports where all the big boats had to stay out and they ride oh, these that's little cool. sh- these shuttle boats to come in, all the So yeah. technically what kind of boat was it? Do you remember? I mean what would they have called that boat? What what side of craft it was? I don't know. Yes, craft. <laughs> there you go. Maybe it's <laughs> yeah, small, a sailor. A small cruise boat. I don't know. Because we went Is it was it a yacht? Oh no, it was much bigger than that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but a hundred people is nothing. Yeah, I know, but they you know the crew. There was probably fifty crew members and a couple decks and a full dining room. Well, I guess you know for some. You reason, had a couple I... of deaths. <laughs> what? I did. I, I. That's what I heard. Decks. <laughs> it's like <laughs> kind of like hardboiled cats. <laughs> death on the hundred-person boat. A couple of deaths. There's only a two percent death rate. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess for some reason that cruise that he was just talking about reminded me more of like a river cruise because mm-hmm. we did do like a Caribbean cruise and it was really fun, you know, no doubt. Um, I would do a cruise again. I mean, the one that you took, Bailey, sounds really nice. It was really nice because it, because it was a small boat and we had yeah. – the, pro, the programs were fantastic. You know, we'd be on – land for the whole day and it was more culture it was yeah. it was run by a university and it was oh, yale oh. university cruise my father used to go to yale and they, they called them yale university cruises and if you were alumni or family and you yeah. could go on these cruises and there would be there would be a professor who was specialized oh, in a certain certain thing you were looking at in the cruises yeah and, and you had lectures and it was fun i bet this uh, they have a list of ocean voyages and they don't have any greek islands well, they have Rome to Athens. That's 2,599. For how many days? How many days? Uh, it's got to be five. Eight days. How many? Eight. Wow, that seems cheap. Yeah. Well, I guess post-pandemic, they're struggling to get people. Yes, probably. you're right, actually. Who's going to go on a cruise right now? Then why is someone to this Great Lakes $13,000? That's why that jumped out at me. I <laughs> thought, what, what, are they, what are we seeing here? Sure, it's, a ty- it's not a typo? <laughs> Yeah. I don't think so. It is interesting to think of why that would be. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. It was. The hundred person boat sounds good, but I don't think I could do a five thousand person boat. No, I couldn't for sure. You have to just realize like you have to have the Disney attitude here. You know what I mean? That it's just so planned and so plastic and so so many multitudes. You just have to accept that. But you know, when we got off the boat, we did some really cool things. You know, we did that mm-hmm. dolphin thing. We did a stingray thing. We went to um, Key West, which I hadn't been before. And, you know, they owned a private island, the cruise line. Mm-hmm. And we went to the island. And that was fun. When you go on the shore excursion, isn't it like a huge clusterfuck? Of... No, you just go on your own way in general. Mm-hmm. Oh. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of things that you can do or you can just do what you, you know, like you can pay for them or you can just do what you want yeah and in key west we just did what we wanted because i hadn't been there before and we just took like their little tram ride and stuff and but like in the in um bahamas that's where we did the dolphin thing yeah Yeah, on our trip it was like that you had the choice of two different excursions Mm -hmm. two parts of the day in the morning and the afternoon and you could do that or you could just stay on the boat or do whatever you wanted to so yeah in a way i mean you know, it's kind of nice because then, like, uh, you don't have to figure out, okay, where are we going to go to dinner tonight? Right. Yeah. And had, oh, God, do we, and, have, can we get tickets? And then, then you got to do all yes. that. It's nice to have it be a no-brainer. 
for sure. Yeah, it is. I mean, the, you can see the appeal. And mm-hmm. I think especially if you had a, a bunch of kids, mm-hmm. that would be super appealing because, you know, there's all kinds of shit for kids mm-hmm. and people to take care of them, too. So you could go off and drink by the pool if you wanted to, whatever, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't know. And there, there, there's this huge one that just got built, right? It's like, I don't know, taller than the Empire State Building. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I And I can't even, I can't remember how many guests and then staff. At, but, you know, maybe close to 20,000 or something. Oh. Just feels like a recipe for disaster, doesn't it? <laughs> I know. I saw I a know. video about people who live on cruise ships full time mm, the oligarchs it's it's doable it's you know it's, it's there aren't that many and and they don't encourage it because they're not set up for full-time residents mm. and, but you can do it for about this this one guy by being very economical about it he did it for a hundred and twenty thousand a year mm. so yeah see yeah they would appeal to me <laughs> yeah yeah it would and was he actually traveling, or was he just sort of sitting for months at a time at one place? Yeah, when they were in when they were in dry dock, he lived. <laughs> right. His thing was <laughs> That's he would literally jump from the cheapest cruise to the cheapest cruise. You know, so so every two. Uh, oh, I see. Every okay. two weeks. Oh, so he couldn't stay on the same ship. I thought he was on the same ship. That's right. what I thought. If too. you do that. And then you still have to get off for dry docking and, yes. and stuff. But if you do that, yeah. it can be like a million or, or more to, oh. to just stay on one. I could see doing that. You yeah. know, I would. I think that'd be fun to do for like three or four months. I don't know. Why wouldn't it be just as good to right. like live in a motel in Orlando that has an Arby's next door? And Come on. What's the difference? <laughs> Come on. You can look out the window and see the ocean. Big deal. Orlando and Arby's or, you know, uh, Cancun and <laughs> lobster on the beach. Like... <laughs> you live in a $50 a day motel. Oh, God. That's surrounded by fast food places. That's to me is like a cruise, but you don't get seasick. That's so depressing. What's the difference? <laughs> Cruising the heart disease. Wally, maybe there's another business opportunity for you. Maybe you could start some like cruises like that. A cruise to heart disease. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, so what? You would not want to go on a cruise at all. I just it doesn't interest me at all. I can't imagine what. Yeah, I don't know. They talk about the shows, and I, oh my god! Oh what? yeah, we didn't do any and of the, that. And the idea of getting off and standing in line to get on a bus to go to uh, a thing to look yeah. at a thing, none of it, none of it is appealing. Yeah. But, well, I think you could plan it so that you, you know, you didn't have to do that kind of mm-hmm. stuff if you didn't want to. You know, you could take advantage of the good stuff. And there, and I'm, sh- I'm sure there, there are places or packages that are. Like the one that I went on, yeah. where smaller scale, and you go to places that aren't necessarily the hot spots for all the tourists. So you know, and wow, it's funny that you mentioned like the shows and stuff. The only thing that we really did like that on board the ship was one night they had this like parade of nations or something where all the because you know there's a couple of thousand staff on board right Mm -hmm. so they did this kind of parade with like country flags and had the staff from each country do this and it was that was actually pretty cool it was enjoyable 
stereotypes from mm-hmm. around the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The people from like Polynesia had to wear a bone through their nose. Right. Yeah. Big sombreros. Yep. Yep. Sombreros from Mexico. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Stop. Boy, that sounds like fun. The Canadians. The Canadians were, you know, eating beavers. Oh, my God. I can't believe I just said that. Yeah. Oh. So thanks for listening to Child Burial Chats. I'm Grace. (laughs) I'm Beaver. You know, and that was the only one that came up. But you didn't go with caring? (laughs) 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 Thank you for that. Canadians carrying beavers. (laughs) 